You are listening to the Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right, we're live. Boom, boom, boom. 909. So we're late, folks. We're on the air, Sean. Quit freaking out. We're there. We're proud. And we're live. Hanging out on Dick and Skippy in the Mornings, Lone Star Community Radio. It is the 3rd of March. And uh, it's Wednesday. So today, the reason we're a little late is because we went over to Break Room Bagels, which is right behind the studio. It's a new uh, food truck that's open two hours, 9 to 11. Uh, I think weekday mornings, or you can just look them up online. They're very active on the social media. And, uh, yeah, that's why we're a little late. They open at 9 due to city audience, audiences. Ordinances. Ordinances. Yes. So, you were so close, though. So I, I, pre- I pre-ordered it last night, and we went over and picked it up, and they already had a line. So, uh, but yeah, and I'm also drinking Gallivant coffee. So that's also across the street. Uh, checking them out. Shout out to Brad over there. But uh, yeah, you're listening to Dick and Skippy in the mornings here on Lone Star Community Radio. We're live Monday, Wednesday, Friday here on IRLoneStar.com, Condos FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course, uh, Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy. Join us there to comment, question, all that kind of stuff. Today's show is brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. A wonderful cleaning company that is in the Montgomery County area. They do one-time scheduled cleanings for small businesses. You can look them up at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or give them a call at 832-689-7996. They've been a sponsor for quite a while here. Yes. So give them a call. They do a great job. Uh, also, C3 Creative Content Creations, videos, social media, writing. If it's creative and tangible, they do it. Check them out at c3thewoodlands.com. For all of our sponsor information, you can also check out the description and wherever you're listening this at on a digital platform. Uh, we have a special guest coming in at 10 o'clock. We have the Houston Volunteer Lawyers. We have Randall Clark, or Randy, as he likes to be called. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, they're doing a new initiative with the cold snap and uh, other things like that. Offering legal, uh, legal, help, legal to help to people in need. And then also they are uh, Randy is actually the veteran-specific uh, volunteer. Mm-hmm. So he'll also be talking about that. That's um, awesome. Hey, I want to give out a shout out to Simon and Linda who are listening already. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Linda. Uh, also, uh, he he, we're gonna try a Zoom call today, guys. So bear with us on that one. Hey, it couldn't be any worse than the Golden Globes. Oh, I didn't watch it. Apparently, a lot of people didn't because it kept on glitching out. Oh, well, so are we gonna try our taste test? Because so we got bagels this morning. I uh, fortunately went over there yesterday and tried their hot breakfast bagel sandwich. And today I'm just doing their normal bagel. Oh my god! And it's I, a I got mess. cranberry orange. Dude, you got to hand me a paper towel here. Oh god! No, this thing is like it exploded. So you got cranberry orange with just regular cream cheese, and uh-huh. they make everything in house, pretty much. Besides the sausage, I think like they do the spreads, they do the bagels, they do everything. It's a, a wife and husband. Thing. Cool. Uh, another small business that hopefully can prevail. Uh, I was so happy to see both at Gallivant Coffee and at this bagel place. 
people standing outside ready to order. So I got the honey walnut spread on just a regular bagel. So we're going to give a try. Well, I'm going to talk while Dick bites, mm. and then he can talk about it. No. Don't smack. Well, I'm you sound like know. my dog. That's good. <laughs> Is it good? No. So how? Well, talk to me. I, I only one of us can be eating at a time. Well, the bagel's firm. It's good. I'm not really a bagel guy, but but it's good. I mean, if you're a bagel person, check this out. If you're not a bagel person, make it like once a week or you know once a month. Check them yeah. out. So I've got the a normal bagel, which tastes just fine. It tastes fresh. Um, not as warm as I thought it would be, but we've we've had them in our bag for a few minutes. The spread itself, I got the honey walnut, which is really good. I think my only suggestion for it is I'm gonna go here we go. You're not a very positive person. Oh no, I'm I'm positively loving this, but as you can see, it's kind of melted all over the place. So I just make it a little thicker. because uh, it's it's less of a spread and more of a gravy right now but it is absolutely delicious yeah check them out break room bagels right around the corner from the studio out little bagels are like what 13 bucks i mean they're kind of that's a little pricey for me but they're wait for two bagels yeah homemade spread you're paying for the love then that's all i can say yeah okay well Wipe your mouth. (laughs) Well, one thing they do. (laughs) You're on video. You got, you got. You can order bagels. Spread on your face. So they'll make like bushels. So if you're in a company or something and they want to. Bushels of bagels? Well, make a bag. Okay, Dr. Seuss. You love, you love bringing up hot topics. That's good. (laughs) Okay, well, I will let Dick Chow down. I hope you guys are enjoying your breakfast. I'm enjoying mine. Yeah, right. I'll keep talking and just look lovingly at my uneaten bagel. So you can finish yours off. I like the listener's car. So something big happened between our last broadcast and today. Yeah. And that is the gubernatorial mandate from Governor Greg Abbott. Yeah. Which she put out yesterday saying that starting a week from today, March the 10th, the mask mandate is lifted and uh, no more capacity caps. You can Businesses can go back to 100% capacity. I didn't even know that was happening. It. All I know is that about... Three hours beforehand on Twitter, Abbott's office put out a big news coming in three hours and got people going, I wonder what it is. It obviously... Um, he should announce that he doesn't have any sex allegations against someone. That, that would have been a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm a really boring politician. No one is claiming I sexually harassed him. And he's like, makes a real crude joke. He's like, I can't even get it up. <laughs> oh, dude, don't go there. I mean, I think he's he's got to have a good sense of humor about his like his situation with the wheelchair. Mm. Got to absolutely. In my youth, I would uh, volunteer for MDA, the Muscular Dystrophy Association, Jerry's Kids, and we do a summer camp Are every those year. Those the guys who like kind of like they lose motor functions. Yeah, it can hit you at various levels, down to total paralysis and death, to you know muscular atrophy and dystrophy. But at summer camp. They had this young young kid named Ephraim who was awesome, and he would tell, at the time, the funniest, cringeworthy Jerry's Kids jokes. And I'm like, dude, you can't be talking, telling these jokes. He's like, yeah. why not? It's I'm talking about me. He was able to find humor in, in the situation. I think that's been lost nowadays. To well, find I, th- I think it depends on what the platform you're Self-depreciating humor, though. Well, no, it's not. 
No. No, I'll refer you back to Facebook the other day where well, you posted well, you're fat. a jag uh, uh, about me, and Facebook opted to block it. It's self-appreciating humor. They didn't block it. It's they warned there. you about it. They said that's not very nice. Well, but they blocked someone else who said I was not the walrus. Oh. Well, that's because they're probably really not nice, and they know they <laughs> have like re- okay repeat behavior. The, the woman who posted this comment is literally one of the remaining few people on the planet who sends out cards every card giving well, holiday. Facebook has deemed you unredeemable. <laughs> well, I knew that. Now I'm gonna go back on your Facebook and keep calling you fat. Let's see. <laughs> now you got to come up with something new. No, I'm just gonna keep saying the word fat. Is that what that is? Yeah, I'm telling you, it's just dormant muscle, my friend. Let's see. I'm going to call you fat. You're going back on it, see what happens? I think if I need to reply going, stop it, that might trigger the algorithm. Well, what I should do is go on all your posts. So, like, you made this really nice post about stage works and about the safety protocols. I think I'm going to add your fat there. Let's see what... uh... Dude, man, that just... (laughs) You're going to have the friends of Skippy start thinking you're you're, you're a mean person. But, but yeah, the the mask mandate is, is... Oh, you dropped it. Did you drop it? Just a napkin. Look Keep that. going. Look at, watch them look at. Look at this. All right. They don't skimp on the spread. Yeah, you're over here saying make it thicker. Like, well, look. yeah, but it's. Of course, it's melted. It was hot. But the bagel didn't retain the heat. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not, they're bagels. Dude. It's bread. Right now, I kind of feel like I'm picking up a pancake that's been loaded with syrup and trying to eat it with my hand. That would be. Pretty fun to watch. Yeah, well, let's keep watching them because that's yeah. The one thing that kind of made I kind of laugh about the mandate and people freaking out about it. It's like, it's like a. Eventually, the country has to go forward. Eventually, Mm -hmm. and now it's time. Now it's time. I don't really know, but also here in Montgomery County, to me, it felt like more of you wear a mask because you want to wear a mask, not because you're forced to wear a mask. And I and I. And I think that's kind of like people are taking the wrong perspective. No. Of it. <clears throat> well, County Judge Mark Keogh tried to go against yeah, Abbott's but, gubernatorial no, order, and that's like, when it, you found out that you can't do that. So the order was you have to wear a mask to go into a public business. I, I know, but people didn't follow it. Um, you know, I keep hearing that. People, and didn't, I keep hearing, people I, didn't follow it, and they didn't get arrested and beat. Beat. Well, okay? Yeah, because you can't enforce something like so, that. But so, okay. I'm not when I say people because it's not a law. Not you can't arrest someone for Sean, a non-law. I'm not saying everybody at your your expired Randall store is <laughs> wearing like wearing a mask because wherever you go, you see happy faces because you can see their face with all their masks on. I, what I'm saying is, people are gonna want to want to have the choice to live their lives the way they want to live it. Right. And to me, this is a win for freedom and liberty. And I'll probably still wear a mask, folks, because my wife is always harping on me. And I even told her, I go, do you harp on me about the mask because it's an excuse for you to harp? <laughs> or is it because you you care medically about... Why is this an either-or? Yeah, it can't be both. Oh, she, but it you can. Know, she always looks for those excuses to harp. So it's like, this is just an easy one for See, you. she doesn't harp on me because she doesn't love me. True. So her harping is an indication yeah. of her love. The one thing I'm concerned with is people... And I don't think the like the mandate stuff. I don't think people understood understand. So when they go to a store and they're told to wear a mask because H E B or some some global chain requires it, they're gonna freak. And it's like, come on, guys, like let them freak. This isn't the hill. They, yeah, no, but this isn't the hill to die on. 
when it comes to like these are these are our freedoms. these same stores for decades have been saying no shoes, no shirt, no yeah, service. I'm not worried. So it's not infringing on your rights. I'll continue to wear a mask myself. I'll be keeping the exact same protocols I have been. Yeah, I, I do agree about the freedom aspect of it, meaning freedom of choice, not freedom. But I think I think it's North Carolina. They never went into a mask mandate or lockdown. And uh, if you, you know, people are talking about Texas, oh, typical Texans, Mississippi, hours later said the same thing, but their starts today. They said starting tomorrow morning, same thing, no mask, 100% capacity. Yeah. So the proof will be in the pudding. Battle lines are being drawn, you know, and I got friends saying everyone's going to die. And I got friends saying, yeah, you know, mom and apple pie. And it's like, why don't we just wait to see? No. Be sensible. When, when the government didn't take its opportunity to get com- complete control of our lives during COVID, right now they're never going to. So their loss, our win, I, it's not going to change my life. I mean, I'm still be respectful to others. It's literally not going to change anything I do or where I go. Yeah. Everyone just seems like. And stores can still require masks for yeah. entry. So, you know, Kroger may still keep it going. Um, but this is purely so small and mid-sized businesses have a chance to survive. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. Yeah, because I was even telling you, I was like, stay where, I mean, theaters just be 100% to see if people show up. Because still people, a lot of people won't show up. Because mm-hmm. they're still, you know, they want to not risk it. Well, Stageworks has been a 30% capacity. Yeah, so that's for. not survivable. Not in the long term, no. No, not even the short term, man. If you're doing well, no, spam point- a lot, like there's no way you're going to recoup that money if you're doing an expensive play. Right. So you're going to be doing these crappy plays. Or do a lot of Shakespeare. Yeah, That's why Points in- North is still floating, because we had money in the bank account. We, we weren't paying rent. And we're able to put on the occasional outdoor show, not paying royalties, because it's, it's Shakespeare or yeah. something that I wrote, where I didn't charge licensing fees. So we take a hit on the cost of costumes and props. But I can barely make it barely making it by with that. Thirty yep. percent. No one wants to see a crappy play. So sorry, man. It's not, you gotta go hundred percent if you want to make those cool plays. Well, um, but yeah, we did uh we did for Stageworks put out an email and a public announcement that for the foreseeable future we're gonna maintain exactly what we've been doing. Oh, you're not gonna try your hardest to kill people? No, not mm. this week. Yeah. It happens though. But we have to see what because you know I lost track, Dick. How many times were we hearing from certain people every time there was a Cajun f- festival or a catfish festival or shrimp fe- or lobster festival or a gun show or a truck show? Ah, here we go. You know, wait for the spike. And the spike literally never happened in Montgomery County. And we're talking events with 10,000 people there, and there were literally no spikes. Yeah. I mean, I don't—well, I don't—see, that when it comes to that kind of stuff, when you say no spikes, I mean, I bet there was something— but it wasn't enough to where it was so obvious the media or whoever could be like, look at this. The Montgomery County Department of Public Health, when they list every week or every few days the numbers, every time there's a fatality, they put in the age and health status of that person, whether they're already hospitalized for something else, whether there are comorbidities in their age. And for the, like the two shows that Point Snore Theater put on, between the Shakespeare Festival in September and the holiday show in December, I guarantee you that everyone, because I keep an, a sharp eye on those numbers and, and those those uh, details, none of those people came to either of the show. So that means that the 500 people that Man. came here and the 600 people that came there or 300 people that came there, 
I've didn't. Seen, I've seen too much SVU to think that like no one didn't come to the show. It's like they slipped out the back. Hey, now speaking of SVU, I know we're kind of kind of puddle jumping here all over the map, but isn't there a new Law and Order that I have no idea. Chris Maloney has come back? He's come back to SVU. But he's starting his own new show. Oh, it's like it. organized law and order, organized crime. I think so. I think this is he may bring your girlfriend Mariga Harskate with him. Aren't they supposed to be an item or something? Or is it like Mulder and Scully? Kind of like a Mulder and Scully until they the writers go. We need more viewers. We'll make them kiss. Because there's a lot of jokes. What are you looking at? I'm looking at Mike and Sue outside our window. They're they're just kind of wandering aimlessly. Couple of Conroe. Institutions here, and uh, they they yep. saw me earlier. I thought you were talking about us. Well, yeah, <laughs> they're coming to see the Conroe institutions. Yeah, that's pretty good. I just got some cranberry in that one. That was good. Nice. Uh, yeah, the mat the mat stuff. Mm, I don't really care. I mean, I bet a lot of people care about it, especially like in Houston and cities that have like kind of like you know boots on the ground kind of stuff. I am surprised at the timing and the fact that there's not a phased aspect i mean it was like one week we're we're going all out and that surprised me i mean i bet i bet it, the decision was made because of the energy stuff the cold snap and they're like we got to get we got to get back so might as well well yeah business businesses are failing every, every day it's harder and harder and if you know you can only adapt so much and it kind of leads into another conversation we had about you know doubling the minimum wage well, does, up the, $15 does the virus spread in cold or hot <clears throat> Viruses tend to, uh, well, you, you don't know everything about COVID. I no. mean, you know everything about COVID. I, some things I opt I mean, not you, to you, share you with you. You look like a guy who knows everything about COVID. I've, well, I got that Einstein hair yeah. thing. No, nah, I mean, I because I, I always felt that as a society, if we're going to take some stuff serious, there's there's certain levels to it. And well, I will see con uh, uh, COVID's not seasonal like the flu is seasonal, which means well, no, it's a no. virus that well, well, flourishes. What I'm trying to say is something like. So, when COVID first hit, I, I've said this before on the air, like, they didn't require my wife not to come home. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really treat it like what the public is treating it as, like, if you don't wear a mask, you're killing people. Mm -hmm. Because they told them, oh, hey, you got to wear this mask for two weeks. Yeah, two two weeks to uh, flatten the curve. Oh, no, 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 you have to wear this, in, like, we don't have enough N95s, PPP, so you got to wear this for two weeks. It's like... Yeah, well, well, see, well originally the N95 mask was the only one that could do anything. Now it's like a cloth bandana. Well, that's what I'm saying. Save it's, you it's from strange. everything. And so it's like, when they didn't treat... The, when I saw her being treated that way, I was like, that makes no sense to me. Because you have, you know, thousands and thousands of nurses and doctors who have families... Who take care of their elderly and are going home after dealing with people with COVID. And there really wasn't a, you know, to me, I was like, I, I, I told her when she first told me this, I was like, are you going to be put in a hotel or something? You know, like for like, you know, shift work and stuff mm -hmm. like that. She's like, no, I'm coming home. I was like, well, how does that work? Like you're dealing with it. Like you're in it. And then you're coming <clears> home to me. And I'm going somewhere else, so it's like that it makes no sense. Well, yeah, the whole mask and distancing protocols are very capricious, meaning they're they they literally don't make scientific sense. That it first off wearing a mask. This and this is of course is my personal take on this. Wearing a mask, of course, mitigates anything. If this thing can be spread by sneezing, if you wear any kind of face covering, it's going to cut down the 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 range, the spray, as it yeah. were. In some way, shape, or form. I think this is going to weigh it down. <laughs> well, 
But to be told, you know, these net goiters, it's been told they are ineffective at stopping anything. The, 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 and if you want to put it to the test, take any of the masks that the CDC is now saying, oh, you can wear to stop COVID, and go into a bean factory and see if you can still smell it, then you can still get COVID. You know, if... if I don't get that, but all right. If this thing covers your, your face so much that nothing can get through, then, then smell particles can't get through. Or go into a burning building wearing one of these, these masks. Uh, or, you know, or the, the favorite mask that everyone seems to wear, the disposable ones. I, Those think, are, I think people just want to tell you what to do, dude. Well, that's a part of it. A lot bad. of it's I'm, the illusion of see, safety. I was okay, I'm telling much you. Much like if they locked it the TSA down thing. And they had like the sirens with the, the loudspeaker going, you are going to be saved. By your country, you know they have those like really great statements that they mm-hmm. repeat over and over. I'd be totally down for that. But yeah, I bet you would. Well, it's kind of like when the cold snap happened. I felt like I was living post-apocalyptic a little bit. Yeah, I get that. I was like, man, because we had to start thinking about surviving. You're like, all right, the gas goes out. What do we need to do? Where's our water? Where's this? Where's that? How much body fat is on the dog? How yeah, much meat like, can we get Holly, off of? What can we sell you for? And uh, <laughs> no. Which neighbor are we take going? her? Save which, me. Which neighbor are we doing first? We don't know yet. I mean, it's it's exciting times for the past two years, that's for sure. And then, especially with everyone's different experiences, I'm really looking forward to, you know, a, a ten years from now when you're having conversations, visiting strangers, and there's like the the residual effect of COVID still around, where you know they still require hand sanitizer before you enter the restaurant at some places. You know, like, you know, like because mm-hmm. when, when you visit different countries, there's so many different protocols for different things. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of sticks, what doesn't. I may have mentioned this. There's a, a show that I enjoy watching. It's in its final season. It's a sitcom with Tim Allen called Last Man Standing. Oh, God. It's, well, it's noted for that he's right, we conservative it. base. But for the final season. Yeah, you told me they skipped it 10 years or three years. Four years, years uh, in the future to where. But this is what's funny. It's become the show itself is not political. I thought with them doing it four years, they'd be talking about, oh, the new. So whoever's running for president or rerunning because they know it's Biden hasn't come into it at all. But it is talking about the long term effects of the pandemic. Yeah, you know, assuming it's going to last to you know. So this is a conservative person who's the executive producer of the show has a big say in how it's written and with him, you know. So even he's saying there's long, you know. Well, I'll be interested to see if folks personally but talking about successful businesses per, like per, personally failing wear masks for the rest of their lives. Hey, if you want to go for it well, seriously. Yeah. But I'm curious to see who decides to do it cuz that's the one thing I always wonder when people on the uh, like your your folk, your friends on the social media, you know, complaining about Texas and all whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder at one point in their lives when they decide not to wear the mask cuz I feel like now they're like they there's so much loudness about it. It's like they're going to wear that mask forever, I, I hope, because the way they're making a, a deal about it. Because COVID isn't ever going to go away. And When it becomes inconvenient to your personal desires, if I may, let's go back to HIV. There was a while where no one was having sex or, you know, you wore had three different kinds of birth control that made sure nothing got through. Over time, the more you had amorous relations and didn't die, you're, you know, down more and more. Well, I saw a drug so, ad for HIV for the partner. Yeah, they have drugs that now will make it to where it's literally not community, like you don't have it anymore. No, no, this is for like, say you have HIV mm-hmm. and I'm I'm your partner, I take the medication. Mm-hmm. 
So you're not taking the HIV medication. I'm taking it. Yep. So I don't get HIV. Right. So shouldn't they just give it to everybody? I'd like to see what the side effects are. Yeah, oh, no, you probably grow like something else. So, yeah, it is. I mean, and the odds of me catching HIV now are pretty, pretty high. You hang out a bunch of dogs. <laughs> mm. Okay, we need to stop eating bagels. Did you finish yours all the way? No, not even close. Yeah, I need to stop smacking into the That's microphone. Good. Here. Break, uh, break, break room bagels, folks. Check it out, Conroe. Uh, we picked up, if you're just now joining us, we picked up some this morning, and they just opened, I think, Monday. Yeah, and we paid so. for them, so it's not like we're going, oh, yeah, we well, love these bagels, because they gave them to us. No, it's... Yeah, we paid the, whatever that, $13, $14. <clears throat> I mean, the best damn bagel. Yeah, I was about to say. You know, it's funny, I was having this conversation uh, with a downtown person, and I was like, is it me, or is everything getting more expensive downtown? Like... Because I understand, like when I lived in Houston, when you went out, you're 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 paying a lot of money for a drink or like just basically going out. But then there's ways you can maneuver yourself around in the t- in the town to where like you don't you're not spending a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And but many small to mid sized businesses, the businesses that are in business right now, the small ones, have to make up. For like it I somehow. had a popsicle. We're gonna get her in. They make these. I mean, I'm probably saying it wrong, not popsicles, some type of organic thing. But like $5 a pop. I was like, man, paying $5 for a popsicle, that's next level. You know, because like my my youth is like you go to the popsicle truck and you... But when Starbucks first came out, people were like, I'm not paying 3 bucks for a cup of coffee when I can get it for 50 well, cents paid, at the diner. I think this cup of coffee was two fifty. Mm-hmm. I think. That's pretty good. It's Calvin. I'm not a cop. I'm not like a coffee You charge right. what the market will bear. Mm-hmm. And people were getting bagels. They're good bagels. Now, if I if I was a bagel guy, I don't know. I'd probably have an, like a strong opinion. But me, I'm like, I don't really think of waking up making a bagel. <laughs> you know, that's me. And time to make the bagels. But I will say their bagel sandwich was big. Like the uh, they got the like sausage, a breakfast sandwich. I got the, and I it, it took me. I ate it in two meals. Okay. Because it was big, and I was like, this is good. I got jalapeno cheddar bagel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's the stuff. Um, so they do different, not just bagel bagels, but sandwiches. Yeah, they, were, yeah, they do sandwiches. Like someone was telling me to try out the Cuban. I don't even know what goes on a Cuban. Probably pulled pork. So it looks kind of good. But uh, I know that when I spoke to them, we're going to get them on the air too. They, they, they make the bagels at home. So, so like, they make them and they schlep them over yeah, to the... Yeah. And then they started making their own spreads. <clears throat> and then, you know, so on and so forth. And Well, I'm all about supporting local wherever possible. And that includes... Paying a little extra, I'm, I'm little wondering about six and a half bucks per bagel, but I appreciate them being open and selling. You try to be so nice, but you can just tell you're like, uh, no, I don't have a coupon to use here, so I'm hey, not coming back. Coupons are the lifeblood <laughs> for <laughs> a man like so me. Much. But oh. no, it's I couldn't eat there every day. Obviously, I can't afford six bucks a, a bagel. I don't think anyone really can. Right. Even even Bill Gates would be like, what? That's crazy. No, he does be sprinkling nanobots into it, so get into our bloodstream. Does he even eat food, do you think? <laughs> hey, he drank poopy water, so. Did he? Yeah, he, he made that post where he's like, I'm drinking a glass of water that was made from human feces. 
That's is reconstitution. That's a dork right there. That's yeah, a big, I know. like it. I dig it. But uh, yeah, so we talked about the mass mandate. So if you have an opinion, let us know in your comment in the comments on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, how is it going to affect your life, uh, if yeah. at all? You know, are you going to do anything different? Are you going to expect others to do anything different? You're not. I know you're asking the audience, not me, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I don't want to answer that. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Hey, Cliff. Good to see you online, man. So. But that also talking about the small businesses, like that's why I think Abbott released well, the th- mask. Well, mandate. I also think that's why a lot of businesses are continuing to to have masks and stuff because they don't want to get sued. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would, I wish with Randy, we're going to have on at ten the Houston lawyer, volunteer lawyer folks. I wish we could talk about that because I can see a big driving force behind corporately of uh, protocols and stuff like that is for insurance because you know. That always changes every year where the insurance company comes around. It's like, oh, hey, you, we can't provide insurance for you unless you do X, Y, Z. And it's always kind of changing depending on what like business right. you're in and everything like that. And, uh, and, and it, like, well, it's kind of like break room bagels. Unfortunately for them, they can only be open two hours a day. Mm-hmm. But because that's the, the the current deal in Conroe, where if you're a food truck, you got to provide like bathrooms, you got to provide running water. Yeah, like for it, hand washing. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a combination of things, mm-hmm. and you know, me being simple mind, I'm like, it's just a, a shed, dude. Like, I can go over here to use the restroom. I don't need them to provide me a restroom and a. But like, it's just something that the city, for some reason, probably has it. But and see, I think that's the kind of regulation that makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, if I was in charge, I'd make everything look the same. Because for you to say, well, I can just go over here, then that puts an incumbent on another business to be, open its doors for you, and you're well, not a customer. Well, if anything, if I was in charge here, I'd be the people who install bathrooms. And then I make them have a sign. You just paint a urinal cartoon on the wall and say, there's, oh, no, there's just, your bathroom. That's that's the, the gig. Like, I own everything that you're required to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you got to get a bathroom. Here's who you have to go through. You got to get a sign. Here's who you got to go through. And they don't know I own and them. And they're all your brother-in-law. They're all, yeah, they're all they're all <laughs> what I own. So, I mean, like, welcome to Conrad. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I don't – that's – you know, I love that stuff. Oh, yeah. I, see, that's one thing. If I was – I, if I had the freedom to do whatever I wanted, I would do a documentary, like a 10-year documentary of getting into politics and just see what kind of shady stuff I could get into. You know, like just keep running, like, you know, and like get, get like the local... Be the one like nice the school, person. Like, you no, know, I would be the school... What is it? The, like, be on Conroe ISD board. Be <clears> on these, like, you start building your political block. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're, you're also recording in journalistic style, like what kind of... Shady stuff I could get into. Shady stuff. Well, I mean, think about, think about like the political shadiness, and I, I felt like this when I was reading about uh, the governor Cuomo, 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 Cuomo. Like, and this is my conspiracy theory mind because I always love conspiracy theories. Is like, are they making a big deal about all these sex scandals because they don't want to talk about yes the potential scandal with him and yes. doing the the nursing thing. The punishment and like, for and sexual like, harassment is a lot less. You know, slap on the wrist and a no no, and we'll put you on CNN as a pundit as opposed to you know being up on charges of killing up to ten thousand people. Yeah, with your and, and lying about. Well, I was it. just wondering, like, because I was like, you know, I could see. That's see, exactly what that well, is. Well, I can see political figures people at, a, were, at a certain level will go. People were apologizing for him for the whole nursing home debacle and, and lying and stuff like that. That was not a big deal. But the second it's, oh, he grabbed a woman by the shoulders, that's where, oh, yes, that's we, we must impeach him now. We must remove him from power now. Because the only thing I, I really, don't care. Just remove him from power. I don't care how but, or why you do it. Well, it's like, what's that guy? Bob. No, remember that guy, Trump? 
pardon, but it was a Democratic Chicago guy. For he pardoned him, but he was in jail for like eight, ten years. Oh, man, what Manafort? Oh, no, no, no. Um, not a not a member of his the the Trump Russian. No, he was a Democrat guy. Okay, I believe you. I'm trying to remember, but but it's like kind of like well, those kind of guys who go to jail for a long time because I've I have been reading that some people have gone to jail for the voting deal Mm -hmm. or getting charged for it. I don't know if they're going to jail. Yeah. But then it's like, all right, so what's what's the biggest political arrest that's happened? Because like Nixon didn't get arrested, but he was doing more of just shady stuff. He wasn't like literally going, "Hey, pay me more one million dollars." He did not break into the Watergate Hotel himself. And again, it's equally what they did, but also lying about it. Remember, well, how does that work? If like Clinton, Bill Clinton was not impeached for having an affair with Monica Lewinsky, he was impeached for lying to the Senate about it. Yeah. Well, okay. So how is that different? Where, like, you're you're connected to the crime, correct? So like say, conspiracy. Well, say like you're a hitman and I paid you to take out somebody. Right. I get charged with something almost as yeah, equal. Yeah, solicitation of murder, conspiracy. But like that, it's almost as equal as you. Yeah. Of actually well, in some the states, crime. it is actually just so being in the same I room makes you, you as guilty. If I tell you to break into break room bagels and get get a sample of their delicious mm-hmm. cream cheese, so I can have a you know I can remake it or whatever, like. What kind of charge would I get? Because I paid you to go break it in. It depends. If you gave me money and said, and where tes- testimony or tape recordings verify it, that yeah. you said, Sean, I mean, break into I the... You gave me a receipt. That's pretty obvious. Okay, well, there's that. But now, in the same context, let's say you say, boy, I sure would love to know what those bagels taste like. If only someone had the ability right, getting, to go in there... a little too much detail. And, so, oh, here's $1,000 I'm just going to accidentally well, leave Ku- on the table. That makes all the difference in the world. Because what it made it sound like with the Kumo thing... Cuomo. Cuomo thing is... Rhymes with Domo. Where he got in trouble is he did shady stuff to hide it. Because he didn't intend to hurt these people. Yes, he did. He didn't intend... He didn't go, screw Grandma, Grandpa. The hospital ship was not used. Well, I'm saying... There were he, he was, facilities he made, out the wazoo that were ready to no, accept he it. he made a poor decision. Okay. And, and the result of that so decision... So he's a drunk driver. And the result of that decision where he gets in trouble is his behavior of covering it up. So technically he won't get in trouble for putting uh, Grandma Grandpa sure he will. in danger. That was his... That was his... But he'll get in trouble for threatening his a His ego made him say, this is my plan. Remember CNN? Everyone loved him. His own brother was interviewing him every night on CNN. No, I get it. So here's the things like a drunk t- take we'll, Cuomo, make it a drunk driver. You make a bad decision. What will we get in trouble? For kill that? someone, but you try to cover it up. Well, you're only going to go for the cover up. No, you made two bad decisions. Yeah, but will he, what will he actually get in trouble for? I don't know because talking about drunk driving, let's look at Ted Kennedy, who killed a woman in a, a driving accident where drink may have been involved. He ended up being the lion of the Democrat Party. Yeah. He got away scot free. Yeah. And he well, killed a woman and tried goodness, to cover it up. Thank goodness for social media. People don't forget. <laughs> People don't forget. So Simon says, uh, his answer is, as a, as a high risk, he shall probably go out less. And absolutely, that's the nice thing about where we are right now. If you want to look silver lining, the infrastructure is now in place yeah. to where you don't have to go out. You The same protocols will be done by DoorDash and the curbside delivery and 
everything else, nothing's changed if you don't want to interact with people who may or may not be wearing masks. My mom is not going to, I'm not going to suddenly make my mom go to Kroger by herself now. Well, unless you're Kumo. It, well, there's that, but I would never. That's what I'm saying. So things aren't changing. It's the mindset. And you had a, a, a state's yeah. leader say, you know what? Kumo. It's time. Cuomo. Make, Cuomo making his mom go to the <laughs> That'd be pretty good. No, I say, I mean, that's so, because that's what it always, that's why actually I'm really looking forward to having Randy on from the Houston uh, Volunteer Lawyers. Is, you know, he, he does veteran stuff, but we're going to talk, I'm interested in this cold snap stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what legal, what legalities are people facing when it comes to the cold snap? Is, like, there's, I feel like there's a plethora of options for people. Like, you can do insurance company, you can do, a homeowner stuff you can do like is your pipes broken? So I can't. Every time I hear the word plethora, I flash to Cheech and Chong. Plethora, what's a plethora, man? But uh, I love that. I love you use that word. Well, I, I well, mean, I, I, the other end of that, it's who's going to be the target of a class action lawsuit? Because those are right yeah. around the corner. If they or if they're not already started, they they will. Well, any I imagine second those now. energy companies. But like, it, it's so funny to me that companies have leadership that they've been in business for twenty years and something abnormal happens. And they don't have the, the distinction to be like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be charging these people, you know, $9,000. Like, maybe, like, I know we played the gamble game with them, but this is this is more than this. Well, there's, and there's morally right, absolutely. But if it's, if you sign a loan document that says, hey, listen, your rates could go up to 50 yeah, bucks a kilowatt hour, and you sign similar, that in good faith, well, it's, it's on you. Well, it's similar having, like, a landlord who's very forgiving during COVID. Like, you, oh, you signed the lease. They could be a hard butt about it, but... Some unless the federal government comes in and says there's a no, moratorium on evictions. There's some individuals mm-hmm. that I've known who got leniency on it, not yeah. not due to the government, due to them being a you know tenant. And right, but a non-lenient landlord can be, yeah they can be they can follow the law until the federal government says there is now a mor- federal moratorium on it. You cannot evict this so person. So this class action lawsuit you're talking about, how did they not follow the law? They had a contract. Well, that's. Yeah, yeah. You can sue anybody. Yeah. You want you can file articles of suit. Whether we'll it talk goes to, to Randy tr- about that's it. right. Whether it goes to trial or not. So yeah, it's people may want to start suing. Oh, no, my first question Getty or Randy, Gritty or whatever it's called, and it's like first question to Randy is like, do you smell blood? Is there blood in the water? Yeah, is there blood in the water, Randy? Or you? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, because like yesterday on Veterans Air, uh, Douglas had a great piece about FEMA. And how you could qualify for certain uh, small business loans and everything to help during this time because it was yeah they did the, the same thing after the, yeah, the like, floods because the snap was considered it's a natural know, disaster yeah and it's like okay that's, and, what, that's what FEMA's for and that's okay Sean I'm just saying people probably didn't think about it which is why we're here to tell them. why we're here to tell them you don't have to tell them like they're idiots because they didn't know way to go Kumo <laughs> Cuomo Cuomo. Whatever. Why is there a lid on the trash can? I was going to try and do a basketball shot, and I'm denied. I don't know. Okay, you want, you want to know the true story behind this? Folks, if you didn't know, the station has one of those automatic lid trash cans. Holly bought it for me. Well, one time I removed the lid because I was like, yeah, it's inconvenient. She's like, well, why did I buy that for you then? I'm like, oh, gosh. So All it's right. back on? So it's back on, bro. But look, when you go to, go touch it, it's okay. like a, it's a struggle. It's like you can hear it crying. Let's see if you can even get it. No, no, no. Wait, you got to let it try. You got to let it try. Oh, it's not even trying anymore. Batteries. I think. I think. I think your Greg the garbage pail needs new batteries. Yeah. He, that sucker takes D's. 
Do they still make D batteries? I mean, can you imagine that? Like that's that's so crazy to me. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was funny. I was in a Batteries Plus store the other day, and remember those big old not the the nine volts, but the big ones, the square ones that go into like the huge flashlights. Yeah, they still. I, I've forgotten all about those. Well, like let me ask you, like because this is something I would ask Elon Musk over here. It's like every time, and I could be totally wrong. If you're a listener and you know everything about energy and all that stuff, but every any device that takes anything bigger than double A to me, it's like oh, this is poorly made. Or yeah, or a power hog. Well, it's poorly made. Like you can figure it out. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is twenty twenty one, guys. This isn't nineteen ninety. We're like yeah, we're past Blade Runner and Back to the Future stuff. Well, I mean, like just power consumption. It's like, come on, why do I need? I think it takes like four Ds. Wow. To lift a lift a lid. We put four Ds in there. You can't lift the lid because it's too heavy because well, of those yeah. batteries. Yeah. It's wow! Crazy, right? Wow! Thanks, Holly. Um, <laughs> but you know, we're gonna have a good conversation with Randy, so we gotta be closing out this hour. We're gonna be getting on Zoom, so we might have an extended break because I gotta get them on. And we gotta talk to them and stuff like that. So yeah, but do uh, and if, if you're listening in, uh, drop us a note, a comment, a, a line, or a message. Well, Let read, us know. Read the the official thing. What why he's coming on, so people understand. Okay, so the Houston Bar Association related organizations are offering legal help for winter storm issues with pro bono legal services, and of course that means for free. Uh, dispute resolution and qualified legal counsel are available for those seeking assistance. And this is the Houston Bar Association uh, related organizations, uh, such as well, they're not they don't list them out, but I'm sure they're really cool. Well, one thing, if listeners are not from the Houston Montgomery County area, check your local volunteer like your like your Bar association. Typically, your your bar association has a volunteer group that helps with different things. Because I know that's what yeah. Because I know like the Woodlands Bar Association, the Houston Bar Association, they have like ongoing monthly deals, like for veterans, for right. And the Woodlands Bar Association, first Monday of every month, five to seven p.m. They have a free legal line here. The Houston Bar Association uh, has. Legal line on the first and third Wednesday of each month, and if you go to hba.org slash legal line, you can sign up for that. Uh, but these volunteer lawyers will be offering advice or uh, or help on landlord-tenant issues, including broken pipes, mold, flooded premises, FEMA claims appeals. Uh, don't forget April 12th is the deadline to apply for FEMA assistance in Harris County. Uh, contracts for homes and scams. Uh yeah, it's it's really great. These are lawyers are always the butt of jokes. You know, everyone hates a lawyer until you need one. And but no, these men and women are really doing a good thing here for free, yeah. donating their time to help people who you know, again, uncharted waters. So many people had no idea this could you know happen. It was like the flooding. You know, when everyone flooded, even though you're in a 500 year floodplain, when it's new to you, you know what TV you really help. screwed up. What did TV really screw up? TV really screwed up the perception of lawyers. How so? Well, it's like when everyone thinks of a court-appointed attorney, they think of, like, the useless lawyer. Because think, That's a trope. I mean, but yeah. for every one of those, you have a Perry Mason. I know, but, like, the I, I would say the average person Yeah, it's, goes it's like, a trope. It's, well, because when someone says, hey, you get free legal advice, they're like, 
well, it must not be that good because good, you know, good legal advice. You pay five thousand dollars. My sister know. was an attorney. My sister was a very high priced business litigator. Yeah, she would tell you they're useless. She would. I'm kidding. Go over, bend over backwards to do pro bono work. It well, yeah, was very important. Well, I think that's what's important for the Houston Bar Association and the Houston Vol- Lawyer Volunteers. Yeah, these aren't the goobers that no. you know graduated bottom of the class. These are top end lawyers. To be a member of the bar association, you have to do good. Yeah. You have to be good at it. So this is solid help. Unlike nurses, they can just be horrible people. Or the governors, <laughs> governors can just be horrible people. Who do we? Who who don't we like today? Como. Cuomo. Quo. Like quo. Like quote me this. Okay, I'll try next time. Rhymes with slow mo. Yeah. Cuomo. Cuomo. There you there go. There you go. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm so Nailed proud of it. you. Well, yeah. Um, all right, so let's close out this segment in a bit, and we're gonna take you got, some... you got like two minutes. So, what is there anything else on your mind? Uh, well, I know off the air we were talking about hand in hand. The the other big discussion that's going on around right now is doubling the minimum wage to fifteen. That's an always hour. being con- that's always been talked about, dude. Yeah, well, let's see. The, as we're coming out of this pandemic, and businesses are finally getting a chance yeah. to to that's my survive. That's my kind of take let's back. Uh, my take is let's not. At this moment in time, double the minimum wage because they're just going to fold, and, and millions of people will be out of work, and then they'll have to go. And since these companies have folded, they can't pay pay unemployment insurance, so you get no unemployment benefits, which means you go on welfare, and of course, pay for that. Those remaining few people get taxed. See, see, this is where I kind of I different or I have a different opinion on that, Sean, because mm-hmm. that little tangent you went on. I mean, I feel like if we're giving millions and billions of dollars to other countries, we clearly have money. Quote, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, so, why, why so who do we stop giving money to to turn this around? Well, I'm just saying, like, like, you know, when you're saying, oh, we're we're going to be paying for the welfare, I'm like, well, we're already giving all no, this no, money no. away. So but no, the like, difference is the government can give away money to other countries to help them. They're not giving away. They're not that when the Minimum wage is doubled to fifteen dollars an hour. They're not giving the money; they're forcing the businesses to pay that much, and the government's not giving the businesses oh, the money it. to make no, up I get, for it. I get who's getting. You know, there's some people. So oh, there's a hey, big Sean, difference. Someone always gets screwed over. Well, yeah, point, there yeah. is that. But again, I, the way I would. But as a small business the, owner, the argument I would bring on for that fifteen dollar minimum wage is, like you said, like we're COVID economy still. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it doesn't make logical sense to do this right now. Mm-hmm. Because of so many things trying to adjust to something that is, you know, what was it called? Like you can't, you can't help it. Like it's uncontrollable. Like it's, it's going. Every business is affected one way or another, and it, that that kind of blew my mind when they were trying to make that a big deal. I was like, man, it's kind of crazy. Like, why would you bring that up right now? Because there's so many people still like wondering, where's my stimulus check? Whereas, you know, like... <laughs> and how much is it going to be for? Well, no, I'm saying, like, people are still wondering about those kind of things, like unemployment benefits and things like that. And it's like, are they are they trying to shape it where if it was $15, people would want to go back to work? Or is it more, like, I don't really get where the argument came from. That'll last for a month until the businesses have to start well, doubling I, their prices to make up for it. And that's what I'm curious. here's the thing. It's a lot harder to handle price doubling on gas, milk, Bread, yeah. rent, than it is to double your salary. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, 
Okay, well, it's 9.56 on the dot, 52 degrees and sunny outside in downtown Conroe. We're going to work on zooming in our special guest, Randy, Randall, Randolph, however you want to. Randy. Randy. And uh, don't go away. In fact, spread the word. We'll be back. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. Established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936 709-7671. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. 
Look up the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at irlonestar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. All right, we're back. Dick and Skippy in the mornings. Sean, you take over for a little bit so I can get the technical side of the show going. We'll happily do so, my young friend. So, so it is 10.02 on the dot, still 52 degrees and sunny outside. Uh, if you're local, let me give you kind of upcoming weather here. Uh, so today it's going to get all the way up to 70. <clears throat> but tonight it's going to get down low again to 39 uh, so for the next few days, we're going to be highs in the 60s and 70s, lows in the 40s and the 50s, maybe the 60s. So, uh, but no rain except maybe 40% chance on Friday. We know how that's been going on. So that's it. Uh, traffic, nothing major reported on the streets so far. So kind of a quiet day today. Um, but we're halfway through the week. Let's get ready for the weekend. And now, Dick, back to you. All right. Well, we got uh, who's our guest today? I got Mr. Randy Clark here. Please tell me I got the <laughs> pronounce everything right. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I got to. Dick, you screwed up the. I screwed up again. Oh, Dick. Oh, he's Dick, muted. Dick. It's not me. He's muted. Randy, you're muted. There uh, we go. There we go, Randy. Hi. I think that's, that's the saying of the year, year isn't it? There, yeah, <laughs> there he is. Well, we got a uh, Randy Clark from the Houston Volunteer Lawyer or Houston what was it? Houston Bar Association um and the Houston Lawyer Referral Service. Actually, I work with the uh, Houston Volunteer Lawyers, which okay. is affiliated with the Houston Bar. Gotcha. So, uh Randy, what prompted this particular legal uh help scenario going on? Is this something you guys do a lot or is this special circumstances because of Snowmageddon? Well, well, it's, it's not, not unfor unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not something that we uh, we like to do a lot, but it seems in the last few years with Hurricane Harvey and some of the other disasters that these things seem to just stack up on each other, one right after the other. Uh, of course, we had the pandemic, and then now we had what's being called Stormageddon. And uh, so we we have some history behind doing these, uh, a lot of the services that we provide uh, through the Houston Bar and through HVL, which is my affiliation, uh, a lot of it is the same type of thing that we do. 
uh, in hurricanes or other other disasters. So uh, we, yeah, this happens a lot. Now, you, I don't know if you heard us earlier, but Dick and I were talking about how some people may feel, you know, TV and movies have made it that you get your legal aid lawyer or someone doing pro bono work. They, they, they must not be that good. But I think on the contrary, the, the lawyers that are volunteering their time and services have to be extra good to be able to do that. You know, that's, yeah, that's a really, really good, good question. question. Uh, uh, and I, I, I think I probably ought to explain how, how uh, the, the differences difference between the things that can be done for people uh, through the Houston Bar, through HVL, through the Dispute Resolution Center, because they're, the services are different. Uh, it's not one size fits all. It's not everybody gets a lawyer and that lawyer represents them from from start to finish. There's a lot of, a lot of instances in which people just have questions. And these questions can be answered in a phone call, 15, 20 minute phone call or consultation with an attorney. And then they can move on from there. There are some instances in which uh, cases will result. And, and in those cases, the Houston Volunteer Lawyers steps to the front of the line on those. Uh, and, and we operate a little bit differently from some of the legal aid organizations that you may have seen on, on television. We, we actually act as a liaison. We have about 10,000 lawyers uh, who are members of the Houston Bar Association. And, and quite a few lawyers like to give back to the community that they, they live in and they work in. And so they volunteer their services. Pro bono is simply a, a lawyer who's in private practice or works for a, a legal corporation like Shell Oil or one of the others, where they, they volunteer their, their legal services for free. But a lot of these people that you're, you're going to be dealing with are extremely experienced in, in, in a lot of different areas. So you're not just getting someone who is necessarily right out of law school and doesn't have a lot of experience. It's just as likely that you're going to get someone who has been practicing law for 30 years. I myself have been in practice for, was in practice for 40 years before I came to Houston Volunteer Lawyers. I was a litigator and did a lot of civil litigation. And so we act at HVL, we've got uh, 15 lawyers uh, with various expertise uh, in different areas. And we act as mentors to those attorneys who are maybe taking on matters that they haven't taken on before or they have relatively limited experience. Uh, so uh, we actually will, uh, a person who needs help, who needs extended representation, by that I mean uh, working in a case of some sort, uh, we will match them with an attorney who is interested in providing those services. So the Houston Bar Association has something called a legal line. And the legal line is simply, without regard to your, your financial capabilities of paying, uh, twice a month on Wednesdays, you can call, anybody can call and speak to a lawyer at length about their issues. But there's no representation that will be uh, that will result from that. Uh, likewise, the dispute resolution center, which is also made up of a lot of volunteer lawyers and, by the way, retired and former judges, uh, will act as mediators. And, and and so, if a lawsuit is is not a result of what's going to happen uh, in a dispute between a, a person and a, maybe a landlord or a contractor or something like that. They can mediate a dispute, and many times they can come to a resolution without the need for a lawsuit. 
So as you can see, there are a lot of different types of, of services in the legal area that uh, our organizations can provide. I love how dispute resolutions become more mainstream. I remember not that long ago, I think it was called like alternative dispute resolution or something. It was kind of, uh, and then more and more judges were, especially like in divorce cases, were saying, well, let's try to mediate this uh, because so many things can avoid litigation, costly litigation, if they go through something like a dispute resolution center. That's right, and I'm a big fan, and, and I've been practicing long enough where I can remember when we actually had our first mediators who were trained. And, and they all came back to Houston as trained mediators, and nobody knew what a mediator was. And, and we just were not wired to think in terms of dispute resolution. Uh, but the very first case that I mediated at the uh, request of a judge, uh, it resulted in a settlement, and I was a fan ever since that. So it's it's a great, great system. Uh, it's a great way of, you know, judges can only do certain things. They have to follow the law, and they can only order certain things. In mediation, on the other hand, the sky's the limit. You can get creative in terms of your settlements, and it's a win-win for everyone. That's great. So what are some of the things that, that let's say someone in need, they, they had burst pipes or they're renting or they have questions. What are some of the topics that calling this law line uh, your lawyers can can help with? You know, uh, I think, I think the, the, the storm is the great equalizer. None of us are immune to anything. It was painful for me and I'm sure for you and everyone else who had to go through this in the last few uh, last few weeks. But I mean, what comes to mind right off the top of my head is busted pipes. And, and, you know, loss of water, loss of utilities, mold as a result of some of these busted pipes. And you're going to have disputes involving, you know, who's going to pay for the resulting damage. I mean, not everybody has insurance, unfortunately. And so someone's going to have to pay the bill. And, and sometimes the, the place that a person lives in is not habitable simply because of the damage that was caused. So you're going to get your, your, your storm-related issues specifically related to busted pipes. You're going to have, like every single problem that comes about in Hurricane Harvey, you're going to get a, a flood of people that are going to come into Houston and, the, and this area, and they're going to want to fix your roof, and they're going to want to take care of problems that you have around your house or your apartment. And, and, and these people, not all of them, are going to be on the up and up. And so there are going to be contractor disputes where work was either done or partially and not completed or work was done and it wasn't done up to standard. And so you're going to have contractor disputes and factor into that the fact that FEMA is involved because, of, you know, an emergency has been proclaimed. Then you're going to have FEMA claims that are going to be filed and, and sometimes these claims are going to be uh, denied. And there are appeal avenues that you can take. So we can help with all of those things. And it's just a matter of identifying how extensive that help needs to be. That's awesome. No, I do want to warn you, Dick is probably going to call up and disguise his voice and say he wants to sue ERCOT. So, you know, be prepared for that. I thought it was Enron. You're just going to sue anyone that, yeah. you know. Uh, no, one, th one thing that's important, uh, Randy, I want to... Let our listeners know, you guys, anyone can call you, or is it more if you're a Houston resident or things like that? Because I know up here in Montgomery County, we do have the Woodlands Bar Association does some legal Like line. first Monday of the month, they have a and, little something. But, so if I live in Montgomery County, can I call you guys? or 
do we have to look for something similar to your volunteer association to up here? That, that's, that's a really good, good question. question. And, 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 you know, Houston, Houston volunteer lawyers is a nonprofit and we have certain areas in which we operate. And, and so a number of the grants restrict the representation that HVL, I'm not talking about the bar or the dispute resolution center. I'm talking about us. Uh, restricts us to Harris County in terms of representation in extended cases. Uh, that doesn't mean we won't take calls from anybody. Uh, it just means that we can't take extended representation with one exception. And, and that is near and dear to my heart because I also happen to be the supervising attorney of the, uh, of the uh, Veterans Legal Initiative at Houston Volunteer Lawyers. And it's, a, it's an area that I have a strong passion for. And, and we actually can handle cases for 17 contiguous counties in, in this area. So if we have people in Montgomery County, and we do, veterans, the veterans can, can get help from Houston Volunteer Lawyers. And they can get help from my group. And, and, and we can actually represent people in a number of different areas. And if we have time today, I'd be happy to go through what, what those things are. But. Well, yeah, I mean, if I'm a listener right now and I'm a veteran, are you saying that the issues that we just discussed, like the uh, contract disputes, the pipes. pipes and all that stuff, that applies to you can help veterans in this area concerning those things? Absolutely. In okay. fact, the, the, the fact that they have the word veteran doesn't mean they're not subject to the same problems that everybody else has. There are some there are a couple of areas that are uniquely veteran related, you know, discharges that are not that are less than honorable or VA benefits that maybe they need to be able to assert. Those are certainly unique to the veterans, but they have the same problems as everybody else. Well, so if you hear that, folks, if you're a veteran, uh, you can definitely call Randy, and they can uh, their, their organization can help you here in Montgomery County. I don't. I'm trying to remember here locally because I feel like the mission statement of the Houston law, uh, Volunteer Lawyers is very similar to like other places around in a different counties where they just want to help people. They might have a different requirement or a different thing. Well, but nothing else. I feel that they could uh, refer you. It's like you know, we take your call. We we find out what your Location is your issue, and then pass you on to the proper authorities, yeah. right? No, that, that is, is exactly, exactly right. right. And and and, and uh, one, one thing, thing I didn't mention is that the, the uh, Houston Lawyer Referral, referral Service, which are pre-qualified attorneys. attorneys uh, uh, let's, let's just say that you don't qualify financially under the guidelines that we are operating under, and and you you still need a lawyer, but you haven't got the wherewithal to to spend five hundred dollars an hour on an attorney. There are a lot of, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> the uh, take a check. <laughs> the, uh, the the Houston Lawyer Referral Service actually pre-qualifies attorneys who discount their rates and they're qualified, and and we can actually we will make referrals to a lot of different places that we partner with, in terms of the types of cases that we might not necessarily be able to handle ourselves. So. If, if you call and you, for some reason, you don't qualify, we're going to send you someplace that we believe can help you. We're not just going to say we can't help you. Um, moving forward, you know, obviously yesterday, you know, Governor Abbott made a mandate saying, you know, we're going to reopen for business. <clears throat> but there could be, my thoughts, some issues like if there's a federal moratorium on evictions and stuff, when you have federal 
mandates kind of across purposes with local mandates. Can something like that be helped too by calling this line? You know, to say someone is in fear of being evicted because they haven't been able to pay and they just need to know what the jurisdiction is. Can they come to you? Yeah, you know, that's, that's, a, that's, that's also a very good question. question. And this, this all, all kind of came about, about there's, there's somewhat of a history in terms of eviction because it started with the pandemic. It started last March. And, 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 and when, when people... people uh, when, uh, when, when people were displaced from their works, uh, their workplaces, a lot of them lost their jobs, and, and that that uh, snowballed into not being able to pay their bills, including their rent. And, and so people started uh, receiving eviction notices in large numbers, and and we saw that coming. I mean, it was a tsunami that we we knew was coming our way. And so we have a actually we have a section. We have some some of our lawyers who have gotten to be very well versed in, in eviction law, and 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 they have actually gotten together and, and formed a task force with other uh, agencies within the Harris County and Greater Harris County area, and, and between them, uh, between HVL and the and its partners, and, and a lot of volunteers, a lot of volunteers who have been trained up. And, and are ready right now, a pool of ready attorneys who can take eviction cases on a moment's notice uh, so that we're, we're actually geared up for, for that. And, and that tsunami that has been coming is still there. It's dammed up. I mean, there's a dam that's keeping that water back. And, 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 and that's in the area of different kinds of moratoriums. Of course, the Supreme Court has blessed that. But every time that the, the, the CDC currently uh, has a moratorium, and, and of course, I don't see that as a as a long term solution to the problem because backing up the cases simply means there's more cases when that when that dam finally bursts. Right, and and so there's got to be some other other things, and and some of the solutions that the government has come up with is is providing financial aid. And so knowing where that financial aid is and how to get it is also a function of what HVL and its partners do in terms of being able to direct money to landlords for rents that are due because it's not, it's not fair for them either. They can't continue to operate as a business without income because they'll go out of business. And if that happens, then it's a, it's a lose-lose situation for everyone. So it's a, it's a big problem. It's a problem that we're dealing with. And, and it's a problem that we have both an educational aspect to teach people how, what's, what the rules are of the game right now and what it is that they need to be able to tell a judge uh, in an eviction proceeding. And by the way, from the time you get an eviction notice until the time you actually go to court, we're not talking a long time. We're, we're talking a matter of weeks. And so you, you're going to have a trial very, very quickly. And so it's important to make sure that you contact legal help of some sort early on in the game prior to getting a notice that you're being evicted, if possible. Do you have any words of immediate advice for someone who's opening up their water or electric bill and finding it's $12,000? Yeah, right now. And I know that's a big concern. And, and, and uh I'm not going to get into blame on that, uh, but I am going to say that uh, that I've, I've read some horror stories about five and six thousand dollar electric bills, and and uh, certainly that's going to be a policy decision at the state level, at least at this point. I understand the legislature and Governor Abbott are in the process of working on taking care of that problem uh, from that end, 
I, I don't. I believe there's been a uh, some statements issued in terms of whether to pay that bill, pay those bills at this point. But that's certainly something that's not necessarily a legal issue at this point, so much as it is going to be a policy issue that has to be dealt with. And, and I know the the legislature is holding hearings and trying to get to the bottom of what happened and come up with a solution so that people aren't just devastated by huge, huge electric bills. I feel you on that one. Randy, so how can people enjoy this? Uh, the benefits of this? Well, how do they get in touch with you? Okay, I'm going to – I've got a lot. We have a press release that's got a lot of phone numbers and, and a lot of websites, and I'm not going to sit down and, and – and, and, and believe that everybody's going to write down everything. So I decided when I came on here today that I'm going to give you one phone number and one website, and that's going to be for HVL, my organization, and it's going to be our phone number. Another point I need to make is that as, as great as technology is, you know, and, and I'm on a Zoom meeting right now, and I never knew what Zoom was until last March. Right. Uh, so, uh, so we're, we're all learning. learning. Technology, Technology is wonderful. wonderful. But, but I tell you what, uh, you know, we've all been working remotely at home, most of us uh, at HVL. And when we lost electricity and we lost Internet, uh, you know, I was I was living and dying by my cell phone until it ran out of juice. Uh, and so, you know, technology is great up to a point. So the phone number I'm going to give you is are, the, are for those people who do not have access to the internet and there are a lot of people that are in that boat and and, and so i am going to i'm going to urge you if you've got a phone call us do it the old-fashioned way and, and we'll talk to you and we'll get we'll take care of it that way uh and so that the phone number for hvl if you if your listeners have something to write down is 718 0735 713-228-0735 I will let listeners know Randy that I added the phone number and the website that you just gave in the description on Facebook and wherever people are accessing the show digitally so thank you very much just look at yeah, the and, description and, and, and it's easy, www.makejusticehappen, one word. Make justice happen. Isn't that a great website? I love that, Makejusticehappen.com. Yeah, it's .com. Dot org. Dot org. Dot yeah. org. Yeah, make sure it's dot org. Okay. Well, you know, it, this is something that is it's an interesting topic to me because, like you, you perfectly said, it, it affected everybody across the board. And yeah, this was a social equalizer right here. Yes, and especially it happened to a lot of people who don't know what to do. And if like if you're in doubt, call you guys, right? That's right. And 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 you know we may not have the answer to your particular question, uh, but to the extent that we can find it, you know, a callback is going to happen. I mean, yeah. so we. I mean, lawyers are a dime a dozen, so you're going. Someone's going to help you, right? <laughs> Someone's going to help you. <laughs> my dad's my dad was a lawyer, so I, that explains he would, much. He would appreciate that. Um, but no, I think well, I think what's so what's so cool about the lawyer world is it's so paper driven. Or when I say paper, I meant like like it, it's structurally ordered. There's certain protocols. There's certain ways you can you can actually accomplish a goal 
That's not just like, oh, I'm going to work on this engine for a little bit and then we're done. It's like, no, sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes, like you said, two weeks. If I have, if I'm getting evicted, I got about two weeks to figure my, my stuff out. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are hesitant to call lawyers because of the stereotypical price tag that's always associated with them. But well, unfortunately, you people are, are mainly educated by the movies or TV shows. Like me. And <laughs> like, because we have a show here called The Legal Connection, and they, they told me when they approached me to want to do the program was they wanted to give a general education of the law world while, you know, not pressuring people to, you know, get stuck with $1,000 bills with lawyer fees and things like that. Because there are... There are resources like the Houston Volunteer Lawyers and things that like you can just call and get some type of comfort or a, the right direction. Yeah, no one should be afraid to call, you know, to get the make the initial re- outreach or reach out. Well, I'll call. I'm gonna call Randy when I'm in jail. See how see if he likes that phone call. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm out, out of that business. business. I, yeah, uh, don't take I, the uh, collect call, Randy. Uh-huh. Whatever you do, <laughs> it was it weren't they weren't my drugs. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I—that's I, th- one thing I w- I really love is the stories that lawyers handle, and it's just kind of like. And what's great is what's not great is the stories that are being called in, or a lot of people are in need of help. Oh, did I say it wrong? Did no. I said it a weird way. No, there's a comment. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, keep going. Yeah, we were on Facebook, by the way. So if people want to tune in, Facebook.com/slash Dick and Skippy. But uh, <laughs> I I think. I, I just like that idea that like the so many people are probably calling you, Randy, and it's like and it's it's helping a majority of those people. Uh, there's, there's another, another part, part of this, this too, uh, and I know, I know if, if people, people are averse to uh, talking, talking with a lawyer for whatever reason, uh, the, the Houston, Houston Bar Association website, website which I did, I did not give it to you, but it's it's pretty simple. simple. Uh, the Houston, Houston Bar Association, Association has has compiled. Uh, written, written resources, resources that, that they put, put on the web, the web. Uh, and, and again, people, people who have the ability to, to reach that are going to be able to have access to that. People, people that, that don't, don't won't. But, but there, there are a number of different, different articles and um, that have been written regarding different topics, topics. and you, you don't, don't even necessarily need to wait to talk to a lawyer. lawyer. These are these are. Articles, articles that have been written with, with, with people who have these, these problems in mind. So, so you can actually go and look at this list of resources to not only determine who's going to, who would be the best to, uh, situated to help you, but also if you've just got general questions about certain areas and you just want to know what the law is or the current state of the law, H- HBA has put together a darn good uh, listing of resources that I would recommend highly to anyone who doesn't necessarily want to talk to a lawyer but wants to know what their situation is yeah i actually added that url to the description that is awesome to hear now now speaking of asking questions uh we 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 have a trivia question for your dog behind you be only because we want to make sure it's alive there because we only saw saw, spasmodic twitching we saw him walk in or she no that was another one there there were two yeah yeah So there, there are actually three of them. Okay, so, <laughs> so the question for your your spasmodically twitching law assistant behind you is, uh, uh, what separates Louisiana uh, law in Louisiana from all other states? I don't know the answer to that. Well, fortunately, we're asking your dog and not you. It's a uh, Louisiana oh. still follows the Napoleonic Code. In fact, when you file in Louisiana, you have to put it on legal size paper instead of letter size. Cool. 
Well, uh, it's for the we got to just make sure the dog was alive. That's do, do, you, do you have like a paper company that's? No, in I, I used to work in a law firm, and they would file briefs in in Louisiana, and we'd have to yeah. reformat everything. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm really curious to see the outcome of of what happened with the cold snap, and then the continuing uh, coronavirus situation because. I don't think a lot of people know what resources they have with their if their situation is in a bad situation with pipes bursting, uh, or just like getting evicted or you know things like that. Because no one really thinks, oh, I can get a lawyer for that to help me with. Like, I, like if my pipes burst, I wouldn't think, oh, why would I need a lawyer to deal with this contractor? I'm just out. Well, of it's money. easy to believe that you're at the mercy of whatever entity, yeah. you know, the law. But to have that legal shield for lack of a better word or that buffer just someone knows a little bit more than you can point you in the right direction is is incalculable uh benefit wise yeah you're you're not not going to need a lawyer to fix your busted busted pipes and 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 what you're going to do is you're going to do what i did you're going to go down to to, uh, one of the big box stores right after the storm and stand in line with a hundred other people uh to try and take care of the problems that you have and you're going to deal with it. And and the last thing on the on your mind is going to be contacting a lawyer about your busted pipe. What when the lawyers are going to come into the picture, it's going to be when everything goes south. Yeah. When the when the contractors don't do what they say they're going to do, when when the contract when when things happen that don't get fixed, uh, and and that's when you want to start looking for legal help. But for the most part, you don't need a lawyer to fix pipes. You, know, you, you, need, you need a plumber. Sorry, Randy, it was a joke. I'm, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I know. I, but, but what I'm just saying is that you don't necessarily think about lawyers yeah. as, as a first thing when, when you're in a disaster. Well, you know, you know, screw those contractors, you know, if they're trying to do that. Well, cause it's, I feel like Texas is pretty good about the litigation of getting after those guys, right? Well, I, my, you know, I after my second you. flood, yeah, yeah, my second flood, I had a contractor that took a lot of money and decided not to finish the work. And thankfully, there was a good legal system in place because this is, a, you know, an out-of-state contractor. And uh, I was able to get good legal uh, advice and, and relief. Well, it's makejusticehappen.org. So that's why you're making it. You're making ma- it ma- made it happen, that's right. What, what? That's the website, Sean. Yeah, I know. Okay, just making I'm, sure. I'm reading comments. That's, I'm just making sure. Are they are they still worried about uh, Randy's dog? <clears throat> no, I I think we saw twitching that we think the dog's alive. <laughs> so we're we're no, good. they they do a lot of sleeping. They're older. Oh, I'm right there with those dogs. Believe me. <laughs> right. No, that's true. Well, it, let's let's kind of shift the conversation a little, Randy. Like, what do you see on the horizon when it comes to the law and things about, especially with. Uh, Texas and emergencies and also the coronavirus. What do you think people need to keep an eye on where they could get help from? Like what's going to be the next big story or big opportunity? Well, well going, going hand in hand with evictions are the, are, are the, the twins, twins uh, bankruptcy, bankruptcy and foreclosure. Hmm. Okay. So, so I, uh, you, know, you know, when you, when you, when you talk eviction, you can't fail to mention the fact that, you know, not, not everybody lives in an apartment and they're going to be evicted. There are a large number of people that own their own homes that are mortgaged. And they're having the same issues that people who are being evicted have, and that is they, they don't have money to be able to pay their mortgages. And so you're, you're going to be seeing, if you haven't already, you're going to be seeing a large number of 
uh, of, of foreclosures that are going to be coming down the road here in the future. And of course, the, 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 the court of last resort for those folks that don't get any help or relief, and they just have no way to get out from underneath piles of debt that have accumulated. Now, you know, it doesn't take a lot for a catastrophic illness to put a person under financially if they don't have adequate insurance. And so a lot of the bankruptcy cases that you see are a result of medical issues. And so, you know, medical issues and coronavirus and, and that sort of thing, you're gonna see an uptick in bankruptcy cases, uh, in my opinion. And so I, I think that if, if you were to ask me what are the most likely scenarios? Those are the most likely scenarios that I see. That and, and consumer issues. You know, we, we have a lot of people that rely on credit cards and credit card debt is, is ballooning because if you don't have a job and you don't have your stimulus check, you gotta be able to pay the bills or buy the food somehow. And so people are maxing out their credit cards and then they're finding out that they can't pay them when they need to pay them or can't pay the minimum amount. And so you've got debt collection that is on the heels. So they're all kind of related, but and then they're all real issues and they all can end up being uh, court matters uh, in certain circumstances. That is sage advice, because I absolutely agree with well, you. I think that's a nice you, wave. Let me ask you this, Randy. Uh, when you were talking about insurance and those kind of things, what what can the Houston uh, volunteer lawyers do in like pre, pre is it preventive, preventative, preventative kind of services? So, is there any kind of like legal connections where, say, I I'm, I'm trying to get insurance for my business or something like that? Like I'm a veteran, or you know I have to be a veteran, but like I need some advice on what kind of insurances like I need and things like that. Because can a lawyer help with that? You know, that's there, there are some, some areas that, that where you're going to want to talk to people that are insurance experts and some areas that you're going to want to talk to lawyers. And then there, there are some areas that overlap where a lawyer might know enough to get into trouble in the areas of insurance. And, and so what we would probably do in those situations is possibly give you a referral to somebody who's a non-lawyer that is an expert in that area that can help you out really, really help you out as opposed to simply giving you some generalized advice. So, I mean, everything is on the lawyers. Uh, there's, you know, there's certified financial planners, there's insurance agents, and there's brokers and people that know that stuff. I think what I was trying to figure out a word of question is like a lot of the services that you guys offer are almost like reaction services. So it happened after something and like we need a lawyer now because, you know, like something happened. Is there any other situation that people can call you like that's like that hasn't happened yet? Yeah, a, a big, big area, area. And, okay. and this this, this is, is a big, big area. And actually, Houston Volunteer Lawyers is, is has been involved for over twenty years in doing this project. It's an annual project uh, that that we uh, partner with the city of Houston and, and with others. But it's called the Willathon, and. and I'm, I'm, actually I'm actually glad you raised that because we're getting into the Willathon season. And, and, and quite frankly, what that is is estate planning. And for those that don't aren't familiar with estate planning, we're talking about wills, 
last wills. We're talking about powers of attorney. We're talking about uh, directives to physicians, uh, things like that. And, and these are all in the area that you just mentioned, things that haven't happened yet, such as your death or your disability. And so what you can do in, in, in terms of planning for that is going to end up not necessarily helping you, but it's going to help your family. You know, your, your family is going to be much, very grateful for the fact that you actually took the time to, to do a will. Because uh, people that don't do wills in their own property, there are property issues that come about after their death. And those are property issues that have to be sometimes resolved in court to get title resolved in the heirs. There are directives to physicians where you are directing a physician to do or not do certain things in, in, in terminal situations. There are durable powers of attorney where an adult who's maybe getting older in age and is possibly becoming disabled because of Alzheimer's or some other dementia, where they're gonna need help uh, in their later years. And by having a durable power of attorney, you're allowing your heirs or your, your designated agent to be able to make some of the critical decisions that are necessary for your health care and otherwise manage your bank account to keep your bills paid. So that's a big, big area that Houston Volunteer Lawyers is involved in. And that's certainly an area that you're doing something called preventative legal uh, assistance for yourself. And, and we have a large number of volunteers that, that, that do work for us in terms of estate planning. Yeah, because I imagine that kind of process, it can be very simple all the way to very complex, depending on how much stuff you you have, I guess, really what it comes down to, right? How many assets you have. Yeah, estate planning can just become a nightmare with just the wrong document not signed or not yeah. present. Okay. Which raises an interesting issue with coronavirus. Because obviously, legally, in order to have a valid will, you have to be able to get witnesses together. You have to have a notary present. You mean Zoom doesn't work? And it's kind of hard to do when you're socially distant and you're not allowed to gather in groups. So last year, we couldn't do our will-a-thon, which we normally will see anywhere from two to 300 people and do wills and documents for that many people at one time or within over a period of a couple of months. We, we had to cancel it all together. And at the very beginning of this coronavirus, there were a lot of, a lot of people, healthcare professionals in particular, that were contacting us, not necessarily where they qualified for our financial services, but they were certainly contacting us because they had a very real fear that being on the front lines, they were, they were putting their lives at stake uh, and, and with the coronavirus. And so it was, what do we do? And, and so, so our HVL, we actually had several lawyers that put together uh, a, a package on something called a holographic will. And a holographic will is simply a will that you write out in your own hand. It doesn't require any witnesses. It, it, it doesn't require a notary. And, and you write out the holographic will in your own hand, and it's valid. And so we put together a package for people that didn't have the time, we call it plan B, who didn't necessarily have the time to be able to get a lawyer drawn will, or at least until they could get a lawyer drawn will, to, to take the place of having no will. And, and, and that holographic will, we had directions on what things ought to be included and, and how you ought to go about 
uh, taking care of it once you've got it taken, you know, once you've got it drafted, where you can where you can store it, keep it safe, and that sort of thing, and, and those that you need to let know that it exists. And so the holographic will was kind of our plan B, but it's still out there, and it's still an option. And and there are some people that it's a, it, it's something that they probably ought to consider in in the appropriate circumstances. Yeah. Do you have your will yet? I've, I've got to update mine because I think one of my ex-wives is still gets everything. Let's, so I'm gonna have to fix that one let's quick. Let's fix that one quick. Right. Uh. Well, I mean, because that it's so interesting about all these circumstances that no one really thinks about until it happens to them. So that's a great service you guys will be offering to get your wills done. So if anyone's listening, get your will done. It's just a phone call away if you're in the Houston area, but you can also look in your local area for services similar to Houston volunteer lawyers. Yeah. HVL has got some great year round services. I mean, it's great that they're here for this for, you know, post snowstorm, but down the line, anything you need, need, uh, asked or any question need answered, uh, they can I, at the very least point you in the right direction. It's is there, awesome. Is there anything else, Randy, you want to kind of talk about? Yeah, yeah I, just I just wanted, wanted to, to let everyone, everyone know that, that uh, you know, we, we used, used to, to uh, back in the, the old days, days pre coronavirus, um, we, we used to actually go to uh, the, the VA facilities around the area. So, so we, we would come up to. Uh, up to Conroe, we, we would go down to Katy, we'd go to Galveston, we'd go different places where there were VA facilities, and we'd actually have a clinic model, and that's really kind of a bad word to, for what we did, but we would have volunteers on Saturdays or on Fridays at the, at the DeBakey Regional Medical Center. Uh, volunteer lawyers would actually show up, and people would be able to talk to lawyers face-to-face, and, and, and we, we did, did a lot of those, those in different areas for different communities. communities. And, 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 and that, that was, was a, a great way to reach out into the communities, to go to where the people were that needed our help. And then and coronavirus pretty much put, uh, put a halt to all of that. And so what we've had to do in the interim is we had to come up with a way to keep our doors open virtually. And so for those individuals that have a need for an attorney and have the ability to, to, to go online, we have created an online application form and questionnaire that will, that's tailored to the, to the particular type of issue that you might have. And you can actually go to our website and complete that questionnaire, and we will set you up for a, a virtual clinic where we will get on the phone or a volunteer will get on the phone and spend a half an hour or 45 minutes with you talking about what your legal issue is and how to go about fixing it. And, and so I just want to make sure that people know that our doors are still open even though they're virtual and that we're still in business because uh, it's kind of like when, when everybody went remote, it's like we went remote and we went dark. And we haven't. Our lights are still on. They're just on in a different way. For those who haven't got access to the Internet, we still have the old-fashioned application where a lawyer will call you, and they will complete the application on paper, and then they'll put you in contact with a lawyer uh, over the telephone. So I just wanted to let everybody know that we're still open for business. We still take clients, and, and that uh, we haven't shut our doors. Well, there you go. And I'm also seeing, just to let folks know, see, one's alive. I hear one dog. I don't know. It could be a pre-recording. Uh, I, I do want to let I used to watch know, Perry Mason. This could be a setup. Uh, this, uh, 
this uh, y'all do do uh, Spanish, English, Chinese, and Vietnamese. I do see that on the website for your applications and things like that. Um, and it looks like if you have questions about those things, info at hvlp.org is the email address for more. Great. Well, it's official. Dick and Skippy love Houston volunteer lawyers. Go to makejusticehappen.org or call. And we got these information on the site, 713-228-0735. I don't know if you're going to, if you're going to take any questions. I haven't been looking at the chats whether there's anybody that has questions for me, but I'm willing to... To hang around as long as, yeah. as you will have me and, and answer any questions that any of the people that are listening in want to ask. All right, so you heard that, folks. If you want to ask a question right now, go to our Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy and ask your questions for a Randy right there. we got about 10 minutes left, so we're just going to hang out, and it's Wednesday. Uh, you know, it's the middle of the week. What's going on this weekend? I don't really know anything that's big besides what's going on at 202 with the Copperhead Brewery. I do believe Flash uh, Dance is starting at the Owen Theater. Owen Theater across the street. And I know some mud bug uh, parties are going on. Going to be starting up pretty soon for this month, next month. Uh, if you don't know what mud bugs are, crawfish festivals and crawfish fundraisers and things like that uh, are available. And with I, I'm curious with this new mandate going on, or is it a removal of the mandate? What is it? They removed it, or they like made it, a it's new a, one? I guess it would be a rescinding of the mandate because the ori- original mandate was masks, and okay. now it's been removed. Mandate's been removed or rescinded. Yeah, I'm wondering how uh, businesses are really going to handle that in all the areas because I mean, crawfish has become a big deal over the past ten years, mm-hmm. and that was like a big way to do fundraisers. And all that kind of stuff. And to put that required a boatload of people. Like, I remember I grew up at one point over in the spring area, and they would do a fundraiser for what is, um, is it ALS? Is that a disease? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, so ALS, they would do a fundraiser in a neighborhood, and the entire neighborhood, Randy, would show up. Like, they had, they put porta potties. Every like it, like imagine just going for a stroll in a neighborhood and all of a sudden you see hundreds and hundreds of people hanging out at a house because it happened to be the man's house who had ALS and they had like a conveyor belt battery operated crawfish boiler like it like it literally required a machine to lift it that's how much crawfish they were cooking and I and I know they probably haven't done that in a couple of years or the last since last year so I'm curious to see what this mandate like what uh what people are going to be doing because now they, now some people are like, Oh, we can do the fundraiser or we can do, you know, this. Randy, actually that kind of leads me to this. Cause we've been talking about individuals calling, uh, Houston volunteer lawyers, uh, to get some individual, uh, based answers. But what about business owners with like, you know, can I force people to wear a mask, my business, stuff like that? Is this, this, uh, phone number and, and law line, will help answer those questions too, right? Yeah, like I said, Houston Volunteer Lawyers, we are limited in terms of our legal representation, and I'm using that term very specifically. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that legal advice or that you know talking with somebody about their legal problem necessarily has the same restrictions. So the fact that you're a business owner, you can call the legal line at HBA, and they'll answer your question. And it's manned by lawyers who are uh, well-versed in different areas of business as well. 
So, so yes, yes, the answer, the answer is there are agencies out there, uh, part of uh, Houston Bar Association, that can answer those questions for those individuals. So, well, two questions for you, Randy. Now, that legal line, is that an open line, or is it kind of like, because I know up here they do it like the first Tuesday or First Monday of the first month. First Monday of the month. Is there a schedule for that for Houston? And, uh, I mean, is there? Yeah, 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 I think, I think it's, it's the, the first, first and third Wednesdays. Wednesdays. First it, and third Wednesdays. And just visit the website, folks. They'll give you all the information on that stuff. And number two, are the lawyers in Houston better than the lawyers in uh, Montgomery <laughs> County? You know, I, 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 did I did a lot, lot of litigation, litigation in, in, in Houston, Houston and in uh, Montgomery County, County, and I can, I can tell, tell you that, that uh, the one, one and only jury trial I did uh, against a Montgomery County lawyer up in Montgomery County, I lost the case. So uh -oh. I, I, I would say that you've got you've got some really good lawyers up there. We're surrounded by them at the radio station because we're right by the courthouse. And well, did you see what one of the judges posted yesterday? Uh -huh. One of our judges who's across the street posted on Facebook, "Hey, a word of advice uh, when you're uh, you know a lawyer in a Zoom meeting, uh, wait until you know the Zoom call's been turned off before you start dropping f bombs because you lost your case." Yeah, I mean, that, I want to know who that lawyer was. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a whole new world with the Zoom stuff, especially if you're a lawyer or a judge and things like that. And you're used to having so many people involved with a case. Tell me about it. Yesterday, my mom was watching Judge Judy, and they're doing it virtually now. It's really bad. <laughs> I love it. Well, Randy, we got to be closing today's show. Thank you so much. Uh, questions for Randy, if you're listening on our podcast. Yeah, we know, can YouTube. forward them to him. Yeah, forward it. Uh, we or call him direct. We'll, yeah, we got that phone number. We got all that information about the place. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll make sure all that information is in the description and things like that. So, Randy, one more time, what's the contact information? It's 713 uh, Two two eight zero seven three five, and the website is www.makejusticehappen.org. Awesome! Some great people doing some great stuff. We really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you all for having me and having and allowing us to to share our message for the folks that need it in these areas. We really do appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I hope Randy takes my collect call in a couple weeks. <laughs> no one's going to take your collect call. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so All much, right. Randy, and uh, we'll see you later, okay? Okay. okay. Take, take care. care. Bye. This is Randy right. Clark, great guy. Yeah, uh, great information. A lot of information. Yeah, a lot of information. Yeah, that's, that's one good. thing that, again, the whole lawyer thing, no one knows unless you're a lawyer. It's like one of those special. It's kind of like getting an open heart surgery. You're not just going to your neighbor and be like, "Yeah, you do my heart, man." Mm -hmm. It's like you got to find you got to find the expert plumber or whatnot. Absolutely. And he was really good at you know, Randy was really good at pointing out that you know you don't know if you need representation, if you just need a question answered, if you need stuff. And so calling these numbers, you may not get immediate relief, but you you know they can point you in the right direction or say, "Well, you know, you got to work a little this. bit to got, solve your problems." Sometimes. You got you got to want it, but you know what? It's there it's there for the taking. Yeah. And you get some great information from these guys. So And those dogs are pretty great. <laughs> what kind of dogs were those? I don't know. Uh, I don't know animals. Uh, so. Like big maybe springers Spaniels, maybe? I don't know. Well, that one was having a hell of a dream, though. You yeah, no, I saw, I saw like that paw kick in there. Yeah. Okay, Dick, here, here's like a 
Here's a question for you, a legal question. We got four minutes. You got. You this, go. this is going to be really basic. True or false? You can sign a legal document with a crayon. True. You're right. I did research for a screenplay I was writing. Can you can you do it with a pencil? Nope. That's what I figured. No, nope, it can't be an erasable. It cannot be an erasable instrument, and a uh, crayon is a non-erasable instrument. I sign everything in blood. Is that what that is? Yeah. Cool. That's why I don't have I, a pinky. I want one of those rings that you know. The prick, little like a, you turn. No, you turn it around. I'm like. Well, I actually was thinking the one you dip in the wax, but yeah. you know, obviously, you want to shed blood over this. So. Yeah. Yeah, Holly didn't like my uh, family seal wax seal. She's like, "Why do you have that?" I'm like, "It's a family seal." And she's like. What are we in the 1400s? Like the, <laughs> who are you, Blofeld? <laughs> yeah, she, you know what? She doesn't even want to name our son Richard Price just the fifth. She's like, you're not a, what is he? She's not you're not well, royalty or yeah, Dick the fifth. Just I think it like, sounds great. He's gonna get beaten well, up in school. I told man. her I was like, really, the goal is one of them's gonna be a psychopath. So I, and that's what's gonna be the headline. You know, Dick the tenth. You know, or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like. Like the, Napoleon the Seventeenth. Yeah, I think I think you could do. It. Eventually, one's going to be a bad seed, uh, and that's kind of cool. Like you get the recognition. And then, of course, one of them is going to be a great seed. You know, achieve greatness. So they can have a cool name. You know what they say: one out of every four people is clinically insane. Look around at your four closest friends. If it's none of them, well, well I'm the fourth. It's you. <laughs> I am the fourth. Yeah. So there you go. Time will tell when I finally break. But uh, we don't have a guest on. Friday, uh-huh. as far as I know. We're going to try. I've been talking to a couple people. Uh, there's a lot of events going on throughout the month, so I encourage you to check it out. Uh, yeah, and as, you know, next week, like, Wednesday, that's when the state officially reopens, unless something goes down between now and then. That's the big punchline to this. Two weeks from now, we may I go back it, to lockdown. Yeah. You, you never know, but I'm just ignore, we'll keep I you updated. I ignore that stuff. I ignore that stuff. Well, you know, you want to know. No one's ever yelled at me yet. Well, that's what I was trying to say earlier. It's they that did yell at I, my wife. Did they? Yeah, we went for our anniversary. We went to. Were Gui- they stupid? Because well, you no. don't yell at Holly. Well, what's funny is they uh, Guido's. We went to Guido's for her anniversary. Oh, the, the down in Galveston. Down in Galveston. Yeah. And she got up to use the restroom, and she had the mask in her hand. She just forgot to put it on. But we're talking like from here, you know, a couple feet down. Yep. Uh, the waitress followed her in and was like, ma'am, you got to put a mask on. She's like, I'm in the bathroom. It's like, you got to put a mask on. And she's like, always like, do I put it on while I'm using the restroom? <laughs> it was really, she was like a little taken back by it, but like, I get it. Like, it was just kind of funny. It was the only time I've ever seen like, that restaurant was going above and beyond for their well, stuff. Well, that's the thing. It's going to be a lot of que- legal and otherwise. You know, st- shop owners wondering, can I? You know, I want people to wear masks. Can well, I what, refuse well, entry? Or am I going to get sued if oh, I well, do that's that? That's why I was worrying about movie theaters because they have those sweet flashlight diffusers, and they're just kind of like, we got to see if anyone's. Taking they have those infrared. Yeah. You know, the night vision. Like, we know you're doing there. this. We know you're doing it. Uh, but be safe out there, guys. Be kind to one another. Yes, remember, uh, one of the few things that separates us from the monkeys is because we know that just because you can do something doesn't mean you have to do yeah, it. Yeah, check out Break Room Bagels. I got my bagel right here. I finished mine off, check man. It, that sucker out, was good. Check out their website. Uh, I think it's breakroombagels.com. They're open two day, uh, two hours a day right now, unfortunately, because of the city. That stupid city. Uh, it's right behind the radio station. It's, yep. a, it's a trailer. Buy lots of bagels so they can afford can, to get a get a permanent structure. Yeah, you can and like, stay open longer. You can pre-order bagels. They're on Instagram, Facebook. Check them out. That was pretty good. We're trying to get them on, but unfortunately, 
they're literally open during our show. Well, so we got to figure it out with that kind of stuff. They hate for there to be a spot health inspection that would shut them down one day during our show and they can come over. Yeah, I'll, I'll call some because people. Because of an anonymous tip. I'll call some people. There you go. You've been listening to Dick and Skippy here on Lone Star Community Radio, guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. A special thanks to our sponsors of today's show, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and C3 Creative Content Creations. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up. I know the mayor's going to be on Toast of the Town at noon today. So that's on IRLoneStar.com, Toast of the Town. Check it out. We'll see you guys Friday.